Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is Auto Line Daily for November 17, 2010, coming to you from the LA Auto Show, and now the news. And the news is about GM's IPO, which just gets better and better and better. Over the last month, GM has been raising the price of the shares that it wants to sell. Today, it's announcing that it's going to issue 100 million more shares than it had previously announced. Bloomberg is reporting that this could earn GM well over $20 billion, which is going to go a long way to paying off all that government money. Chrysler is also in the news with financial information. Sergio Marchionne, the CEO of Chrysler, says they are going to refinance all the money that they borrowed from the U.S. and Canadian governments by the end of the second half of next year. Chrysler, as you may well know, has borrowed $7.4 billion from the U.S. and Canadian governments. And boy, are those Canadian and U.S. governments giving it to Chrysler. They're charging anywhere from 14 to 20% interest on those loans, which is a key reason why Chrysler wants to refinance them, because I imagine Chrysler is spending at least a billion dollars a year just in interest payments. And if it can get that down, that company will be instantly profitable on the bottom line, not just an operating profit. Also, interesting little story here coming out of Germany from Continental, the big German supplier company that says, it's now going to go after the market for the Tata Nano and other very inexpensive cars. It's aiming at them because they're booming. Meanwhile, the European market, where Continental is based and has most of its businesses going down, and that's why they're going after these very cheap little cars in emerging markets. Meanwhile, here at the LA Auto Show, Cadillac is pulling the wraps off a concept car, what it's calling its urban luxury concept. Fat Cadillac says this is going to offer luxury in a diminutive size. Very interesting concept here. It has a turbocharged one liter, three cylinder engine, and yet this car is a hybrid as well. It's supposed to deliver 56 miles per gallon city, 65 on the highway. One other little interesting aspect of this car, it's sitting on 19 inch wheels. Also, VW is pulling off the wraps of the new EOS. A couple of the things that they have us really focusing on are these black louvers in the grill. And on the back end of the car, they're really pointing out the LED taillights that also use fiber optic technology. And then inside the vehicle, they've got quite a bit of new trim on it. This is going to be a very interesting show in LA, probably the most significant LA show that there's ever been. Chrysler is using this as its coming out party. They're going to be showing eight different vehicles here. And as you all well know, Chrysler's been very quiet about what it's got coming. We're going to have a lot more on tomorrow's show because right now we're going to be heading off to the press releases and press conferences that they're holding here. But meanwhile, coming up next, we're going to go take a look at the Ford Fiesta. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Even though we're here at the LA Auto Show, I want to show you my impression of my recent test drive in the Ford Fiesta. I'm sure all of you have seen the Ford Fiesta by now, but let's go over some of the styling highlights before we take this thing for a test drive. 
First off, this is what Ford calls its kinetic styling theme. And what you'll really notice is this trapezoidal shape under the front bumper. You're gonna start to see this kind of shape show up on just about everything that Ford Motor Company comes out with, at least for its passenger cars. Then of course, these sort of cat eye headlamps, which are huge, really give the front end more of a presence on this car. Another thing I like is this plunging character line that runs down the side of the car. By going downward, it gives forward motion to the car, gives it a sense of movement, even when it's just parked here. And on the rear end, one little styling trick that they used, also for aerodynamic purposes, is how they carried the roof line over the, the backlight here, which of course is the proper term for the back window of the car. And when you pop this trunk open, you'll find that there's a reasonable amount of trunk space back here. You could drop in different amounts of, of shopping bags in this thing. And of course, if you put the back seat down, you're going to have even more room. But make no mistake about it, this is a subcompact car. I've got the front seat where I would want it for driving. And when I get in here, it's a bit of a tight squeeze. My knees are right up against the seat. So if you're in the back, make sure somebody short is sitting up in front of you. But come on, let's get in this thing. Take it for a test drive because that's how you get to know what our car is really about. The first thing that you'll notice when you get in this car is, man, this is really busy. There's all kinds of switches and buttons and knobs and things, but Guess what? In about a week or so, you're gonna learn where everything is. It's not that hard to do it. To get it going, real easy. Since this is a manual, you gotta push in the clutch and we've got a keyless start right here. Let's take this thing out on the road. The first thing that you notice in driving this car is that the steering is very light, very nimble. That's because it has electric power steering. There's a downside to it though, because it's so light and so well boosted. There's not a whole lot of feedback and it's easy to drift off the road if you're not paying attention because you're not getting that on-center feel to it. It's not bad, but something that you gotta be aware of. The other thing that you'll notice is that this is a manual transmission car, so it seems to pick up and go reasonably well. I've heard that the automatics are not so great from an acceleration standpoint. So far to my knowledge, Ford has not put any automatics in its test fleet, or I certainly haven't had one to test drive. So I'll just say that probably the automatic is going to be a bit slow. But this is a very nice driving vehicle. It's smooth, it's not buzzy. Even when you wind out the engine, it doesn't feel like you're really thrashing it. You'll just find that the acceleration is not all that brisk. The trade-off, of course, in getting a subcompact car with a small engine with low horsepower is you get pretty good fuel economy. I'm getting roughly 40 miles per gallon combined in this car, though I got to admit, most of my driving has been on the highway. You know, this car is fully loaded. It's got everything on it that you can get on this thing but it's about $19,000, in fact, over 19,000. In my book, that's a little bit pricey, but if you're looking for a small car that gets good fuel economy, is very well made, looks good, and is relatively affordable, the Ford Fiesta is as competitive as anything that's in the market. Don't forget to join us tomorrow for more news coming out of the LA Auto Show, but don't forget to catch us today live at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where we'll be webcasting right from our website at AutolineDetroit.tv. 
But that's it for today's top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you later this afternoon and tomorrow.